Okay, so um, this is a special episode. Ooh, I'm clapping like I got the clapper. <laughs> uh, this is a special episode um, on the ETC by us network maybe that's what we're gonna call it i'm not sure yet the etc network the bias network the AQ, i don't know listen 2023 we going crazy you feel me i'm planning on going crazy i've already uh i feel like set a a really high bar that i intend to keep on raising and um and just taking it to another level but it's dope because i'm not the only one that really feels that way like i look to my left and i look to my right and i see my peers and it's like i don't know like we're breathing the same air <laughs> we're like yo we about to we about to go crazy like super saiyan type shit right and um this is a project that i have been sitting on i've been incubating for many years since 2019 i want to say definitely pre-pandemic uh, i used to you know just sit and record at the crib and new mecca shout out to new mecca um and i would name them naming it is the hardest part because i didn't know what i wanted to call it now i do have a name for it this is a special series um called friends of a keys where i am only going to sit with my peers i'm only going to sit with um people that i consider architects of the culture uh, that are building intentionally um, unapologetically for Columbus in the name of Columbus in the name of loving Columbus in the name of loving the creatives and the arts um, that are trying new things that are innovating that are trailblazing that are um, operating in their audacity and I want to sit and I want to be honest with them I want to be honest about what I'm doing and what I'm building uh, without apologizing or trying to minimalize it or mute any of it. Um, and I want them to be honest, too. I want to talk about accomplishments. I want to talk about fears, anxieties, dreams, goals, things that have been realized and things that have yet to be realized. And uh, I want to sit across with them, you know what I mean, and, and really just chop it up. And so this is a special version of the Friends of Vicky's, um what would you call it programming ip i don't know uh because i'm releasing it for free um it's going it's coming out before all the other episodes are even going to be recorded um but this is a momentous occasion because my first guest or maybe this is like the preseason or whatever it's not even the first guest um but the first person that i am doing this with is my guy rizzo who i've worked with i don't even know the first time that we did anything together but it's been history man <laughs> it's been a long long time um man he just opened up a new studio downtown columbus called statehouse studios it's the second dream catchers recording studio um and it's a full content production lab and this is where you know for the foreseeable future um, i'm going to be you know recording all of my content through etc and etc other projects and everything no pun intended i didn't mean it like that whatever um I wanted to put this out because I think it is important that we acknowledge when history is happening in real time and history is happening right now in Columbus. Uh, you know, bro opened up the studio, you know, six, superseded his expectations on the people that was going to come here. And then the next day, you know, state house representative came down here and gave him a commendation, like, you know, commemorating the occasion because like it is that, 
And I don't know if we have always taken the time to like really appreciate the that's that be happening. And uh, it don't nobody else do it, bro. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. That's that's just where I'm at with it. So I want to put this episode out now. I don't want to wait. Well, not right now because you know Rizzo got to do his little Rizzo thing over. But <laughs> I don't want to wait until the rest of the um, the show is produced. Uh, maybe in the future it may look a little bit different, or maybe the format of it may change, or um, any of that. Definitely in the future it's going to be behind the paywall. So please get in now on the Patreon. Go to etc by keys uh, on Patreon, and you can subscribe at a very, very, very low rate. Like I'm talking about. Now, if you're one of the first subscribers for a dollar a month, you know what I mean? Um, Come get in and, you know, that's where all of these interviews, this interview series is going to be. But like I said, I I felt like it was important. I didn't want to throttle any access and stuff to it. I wanted as many people to see it that wanted to see it and find it. So uh, please enjoy. It was a great conversation with Bro. And um, I I couldn't be happier or prouder of you. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm grateful for your friendship. I'm grateful for your uh, allyship. You know, what I mean, you're a great advocate and stuff for me. Um, and I'm just great. Excuse me, grateful for our partnership and everything. So, enjoy or don't. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Man, all right, <laughs> fuck all that. Um, no, sincerely. This is a, uh, this is special. This is this is different. I think yeah. this is different for the both of us right, because right, yeah. normally you're behind the boards and I'm not a journalist, so I'm not sitting here like talking to people in real time. But I think it's important um, for the sake of culture, documenting culture, uh, making sure that our history gets told. You know, because this is a very important moment um, in Columbus history. Yeah, and that that feels like wild to say, like. Damn, like, are you allowed to say that a moment that you know is important is an important moment? I feel like you should be allowed to say it. Like, I yo. saw somebody say, uh, I wish there was a way that we knew we were living in the good old days while yeah. we were still in them. That's know? facts. Yeah. That's facts. I feel like that's where we're at right now. Yeah, but also, high key, that's where we've been for the last five, six, seven, eight years yeah. or whatever. Like, it's... Um, a beautiful time. I remember back when I was still running Flypaper, back when I was accepting the fact I was a journalist <laughs> or whatever. Um, I was running Flypaper and called it like, you know, this is a renaissance of Columbus culture. And uh, it's only gotten doper. So only gotten let me ask deeper. you this because I've, I've always wondered, uh, just kind of like for perspective, do you think that, uh, how much do you think you we can attribute that to the changes in Columbus? And how much of that do you think we can attribute to our personal changes like adulthood adulthood and just being able to explore more having more money at our disposal you know what i mean do you think that it's all columbus is growing like that i don't know the answer or you know is it just we have more time or more money to explore or you know, new yeah, horizons in terms of like the culture being what it is right now or like yeah, in terms you know, of like the what, historic what's the perspective you know what i mean like is it um yeah yeah what's the perspective i think it's intention That's the biggest difference to me. I think that historically, people have always wanted to love Columbus. And every generation has been like, I'm about to put Columbus on. I'm about to put Columbus on. 
I think the intention has changed, uh, at least the way that I lead and the way that I know you to lead is that it's not about getting the recognition, the praise, the applause from anybody else, any other source. It's like I want to create something that is good enough for me and mine, something that we can be proud of. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean Like when I say like it's an intention type thing. I like that. Yeah, and um, I don't think it's money, bro. Because niggas is out here like creating things without Mm -hmm. any resources at all. I just, you know, uh, know, I have a recording studio, so I work with a lot of students and teenagers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they're always talking about there's nothing to do here. Mm -hmm. And to a degree, I understand why they might have that perspective because they ain't got no money or there's places they can't get into because of their age and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing, you know. So just kind of reflecting back on that part of my life, you know what I mean? I never had that perspective of like, there's nothing to do here. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I do remember, uh, you know, because I used to live in Nashville. So I left Columbus before I reached adulthood. Um, And then when I came back, I was very much (laughs) an adult. I was 24, 25, something like that. And so it was a different city to me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, and I think as you far said that as, to me once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as, like, the infrastructure of the city, it hadn't changed that dramatically, you know what I mean? But for me, it was a completely different city. I felt like a tourist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want this to be about me and everything. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I'm being real because, like, yeah. I, I think the reason why I wanted to sit down and talk to you um, right now in this moment at this time is because like I feel like you did something very significant um, but you asked me the question like well, how, what do you think has changed <laughs> we, uh, we, we chat we talk about it. <laughs> that's how conversations well work. if you don't put it by the board bro, I gotta catch it <laughs> um, I, I genuinely yeah I, I do think it needs to be said and if anybody disagrees with it then they're welcome to correct me but I don't think that there was ever a single figure that said, I'm going all in unapologetically by any means necessary to um, fight for and defend like this city when I'm not leaving. I'm putting in roots here. I'm going to stand on it and I'm going to like, you know, bang the drum until people hear it and then start marching towards it. And I remember it, it's not revisionist history. I said it in the moment. Like, there was nobody saying, like, I'm proud to be from Columbus, like, at the time. No, I remember. I, I remember, said, yeah. You feel me? Like, there just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's cool to say that I'm from the city or whatever. And that's, I mean, by design, I'm glad. Like, I want that to happen or whatever. There has to be a genesis somewhere, though. And uh, if I can, all right, shrink myself some. It's cool, like, for somebody to say it first, but I think that it does say something about the culture and the community, the people that were around at the time to say, I hear that, I rock with that, I'm following that, and I'm going to repeat it, and I'm going to say that as if I'm the first one, and then the people to hear that and say, you know what, I hear that, (laughs) I see that, I'm going to say it as if I'm the first one or whatever, and now nobody really knows where it started except I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, respectfully and everything. But um, what I, I will say, I, I've said this to you before, bro, is that it doesn't, it, like, there's a lot of people that have ideas. I don't I don't think that I was the first person. I guess this goes back to the question you was asking. I don't think I was the first person that wanted to, uh, like, really just invest in and pour into Columbus. Like, none of the things that I've wanted to create here, 
and the spirit that I wanted to like put out or whatever, like that doesn't happen if not for the creatives that I was working, you know, hand in hand with, you know. Um, and I think you specifically are in a rare class in a, a rare space, you feel me? Because it's about the bones. It's about mm-hmm. like, like, oops, like infrastructure and everything. Like, <laughs> please cut that. <laughs> oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it's about like the bones and and having buildings and actual spaces to like come in. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody. It's like, yo, I grew up off of Parsons. Parsons and Livingston. That's why I call it home for me. And. It looks completely different oh, yeah. than it did when I was yeah. growing up there. But there's still structural buildings that have always been there. Now, who occupies them, it's a little bit different or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, the the structure, the actual like, having that space has been consistent. And I think that that's probably been something that black creatives haven't always had, um, and at least not in a longevity type of way and so for you to create a studio space for black creatives to come and say yo whatever your art is whatever your passion is whatever it is that you're trying to do is podcasting is music is um audio books is commercials psa's voiceovers so on and so forth like for you to do that that i think that that's significant you know i think that you took an approach that a lot of people either didn't have the imagination to take or they didn't have the resources or the skill set or the connections or whatever you want to call it to do it. And so, um, I don't know. I, I think that you deserve, I don't, I'm sure people have said it to you, but, um, I want to make sure that I say it to you that you deserve like a lot of praise, like, and a plus for your courage, you know, to try and do something or whatever, bro. Like, I don't know. Has it been hard for you? Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's still hard. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, this is you know now my second business, and you know I like to think that I learned you know a lot of lessons from opening the first business, and then when I get into this, I realize that this is completely different from mm-hmm. the first you know business. Um, it's a different clientele. It's mm-hmm. a different um, you know mode of working. Uh, it's a different it's the same team you know um but yeah everything feels different you know mm-hmm. what i mean even though it's still media you know i was ma- making music um strictly making music prior and now i'm doing so much other things i'm still even figuring out yeah. what am i even doing with this space you know mm-hmm. so um just being a new entrepreneur there's a lot of things that you learn about how to set your prices and just, you know, how to manage your time. And I think that's what I learned in the first business, you Mm. know, it's just, you know, um, how to take care of myself so that I can continue to have a business. Um, and then after a while I learned how to actually run a business Mm. with like, you know, financial things and marketing and all that crap. Um, and then growing is a, completely different thing like for a long time you're just learning how to float you know what I mean? <laughs> you know you're not even yeah. trying to swim anywhere you're just trying mm-hmm. not to sink you know yeah um so i think that's that's where we are now you know expanding and growing into a new place and uh yeah it's it's it's, it's still difficult so yeah um i think i think courage is a good word um 
but uh, just audacity is a better one, audacity, bro. Yeah, like that. It's it's hubris, <laughs> low key. Yeah, bro. honestly, like yeah. who the uh, yeah. who the fuck do right. you think that you are <laughs> to think that you can go? You don't work for nobody else. You're going mm. to go and you're going to charge other people. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's just crazy. Yeah, man. and you know, and that's a good point. You know, um, I remember when I hired my first employee, I was like. I was an employee last year. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that, too. I got something I want to say. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but just like, who who am I to, you know, be asking for a W-2? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or sending out a W-2 or whatever. I don't know. You know, yeah. obviously, I'm still We don't even know what the terms is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? 1099, W-2. Yeah, still, you know, still learning all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I got I got a guy for that you know Murray's he's amazing yeah, but, shout out uh, to Mo McGee bro. hey listen shout out, shout out to Mo McGee very much Dreamcatcher Recording Studios Stayhouse Studios ETC by us yeah. like none of this shit happens without him yeah. like I, I want to send him tons of business so he can continue to expand his team and do great things because we would not be where we are without without him but and there's a real quick there's a couple other people that they're not here for me to ask them if i have their consent to say that he does a finances and everything but some of your favorite spots or whatever here in columbus and beyond whatever like they go through him bro like he's the trusted source for financial absolutely um advice guidance you know bright light bookkeeping bright light bookkeeping check him out yeah my bad just want to give him a friendly yeah no he, he deserves flowers too yeah um but you, you know, uh, yeah, just you know, hiring employees and um, you know, reaching out, sending out proposals to you know different you know organizations and things like that. It's just um, I had to kind of get over myself. You know, imposter mm. syndrome syndrome is a thing, but I think there's a step beyond that. You know, where you almost know this isn't something I've done before. Mm. You know, this isn't something that I can back up. But I believe in myself enough to, you know, say that I can do it for you. You know what I mean? So we've had this this studio for, you know, a very short period of time mm -hmm. already. And stay house, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, stay, stay house. Yeah. We've had stay house for a very short period of time. And we, we have a very small client list, you know, mm -hmm. realistically, which makes sense. You know what I mean? We've only been in business for so long. We can only have a couple clients, you know, and uh, already we have people who haven't even worked for work with us are vouching for us mm. you know what i'm saying i've speaking, seen their work yo. yeah speaking you to can our, trust them you know what I'm saying? speaking yeah. to our level of quality and you know how great our team is and you know how great the product is going to be at the end of it and it's it's I, yeah it's, i think it's a, a level past imposter syndrome like i said where you 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 just believe that you can do something that you've never done before. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So. And also that's never been done before. Right. Yeah. I think that part is important too. Like there's been a lot of studios that I personally have known to like have been created in Columbus a lot of times out in the suburbs, out, you know, in French places where you couldn't, um, the, the rent is cheap, you feel me, or and like run down locations, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect. Hey, you no, got to start somewhere or whatever. Um, yeah, we started there too. Honestly, you, feel, you know, we no, built it. it you else, renovated so. a whole, like yeah. you created a space where it didn't exist. I remember I used to walk out of that back yeah. room or whatever, like when I was visiting the storage closet, basically. So. Yeah. yeah, um, but now the fact that you took like that same like spot and then like, all right, we're going to do a second one away. Like that's the the leap, the the elevation that everybody doesn't make or whatever you know it's kind of like 
you know, niggas saying they may hove. May hove said, okay, make another hove. Yeah, yeah. Like, if anybody can do a recording studio, cool. But only one Dreamcatcher's recording studio. Yeah. And only the Dreamcatchers can make, you know, State House Studios. And it, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting point because I've had people copy my formula mm. by the letter mm. you know what i mean it has not worked for mm. me you know what i mean talk um, about it everything isn't on the surface you know mm. you can't see everything that i do and just say all right well he ate a ham sandwich today i'm gonna go get a ham sandwich you know you don't know why i mean ham sandwich you know what i mean yeah so um yeah I, I think just in in business in general my whole entire philosophy was to do things the way I think is the right way, not the way that everybody else does things. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's there's tested and proven methods for, you know, how to schedule employees, how to send deliverables to clients. Like there's standards and all those kind of things. And there's some of those I, I subscribe to and there's some of those I completely throw out the window. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, how often do you get paid at work? Me? Um, you know, not joking. Uh, twice a month. Twice a month. Yep. There's no reason why you can't be paid more often. You know mm. what I mean? There's, mm. there's no, there's, there's nothing that says you have to be paid only twice, a, twice a month, or yeah, tw uh, yeah, <laughs> mm. or or less than that if you wanted. You know, for, yeah, for I know some people get paid like once a every, month, like every week. Yeah, yeah, you can get paid. Yeah. No, once a month, like on the last oh, day oh, yeah, of the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, it's one big check. Yeah, yeah, you can get paid every week. You can get paid daily you know what i mean that there's no reason why you can't you know mm. the payment processes don't say you as an as an employer you can only do this you know what i mean um that's just such a accepted norm mm. that that's the way it is and you know so when i started uh sitting out my paychecks you know i was like let's do it every week people need money every week you know what i mean it's the same amount of money but just having it earlier is helpful so yeah, yeah. you know just you know things like that just uh thinking differently and throwing out the stuff that why are, why are we doing this anyway? I don't even know what the reason behind this is. So. What do you think? Um, I don't even know if you could say this on air or whatever, right? But what do you think are the key things that you've done that does make you like stand apart from other? Um, I think uh, our image, you know, first mm -hmm. of all, um, and you and I were kind of talking about this earlier. Um with State House, I think the reason why so many people have kind of jumped on with us and are vouching for us, even without working for us, is um, our face is not a cor corporation. It doesn't feel like you're coming to work with blah, 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 Inc. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're coming to work with Rizzo and David. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so on our socials and on our, all our media and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's our faces and we're just talking to the camera and saying, hey, you know, come on out. Let's have a good time. You know, we're showing where we messed up. You know, I'm showing bloopers and like all that kind of stuff because that's that's real life. That's business. You know, yeah. what I mean? and so if everybody only puts on the perfect face, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to work with those people. It just feels like any other company out there. You know, why, what makes them special? You yeah. Know? So yeah. I think that's definitely helped um, with TDRS as well. Um for example, uh, when I, uh, before I had a studio and I would try to go to studio, go to f studios with friends and try to send them to get them resources so they could record their songs. One of the things that always frustrated me the most was you could never find out how much it costs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like going to a hospital. Like you don't know until we send you a bill pretty much. Um, and you know, engineers would just do all kinds of, not engineers, studio owners would just do all kinds of we'll call them tricks just to get you in the door you know kind of the, the used car uh salesman yeah. kind of method you know mm -hmm. what i mean 
Um, and then the last, as you're walking out the door, I'll tell you the price, <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And I, I just always hated that. And so one of the things with us is we put our price front and center with tax. Like this, when, when you walk out the door, you will have paid this much and this is what you will receive in return. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people really love that. Um, cause they don't have to play games with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not, they don't feel like they got tricked, you know, when they walk out the door. So hey, have you like experienced like people trying to haggle you or be like, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, no, for sure. You know, um, and, you know, I try to demonstrate our value, you know, and usually people are able to see that, you know, and working with us, whether that's just from hearing other work that we've done or just, you know, seeing our reviews, which is five bright gold stars on on Google, which I'm extremely proud, proud about. We have five out of five stars. It's mm, very, very rare. That's you know? rare. You, you see, four Yo, point, that's crazy. 4.95 is yeah. great. That's that's fantastic. You know, we have five. We have never gotten anything less than a five star. Wow. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm not, there's a lot to be proud of, I guess. Brett, I think that uh, we talk about creators a lot, right? We talk about the creatives a lot. Uh, but I think that we don't. Always, especially with our generation, because you know, there's a lot of things we're learning in real time, yeah. right? Like nobody taught us how to do exactly. any of these things, right? And yeah, nobody they, else. They is, took those those classes out of high school when well, our generation was coming through. So. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also a, a level of victory that nobody taught you how to celebrate either. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, how to smell the roses, or even what roses there are to smell. Mm-hmm. Like we just talking about hiring other people. I think that. That part can't be skipped. The fact that you are a literal job creator, like you are a a com excuse me economy stimulator. You feel me? Like somebody that is helping a family, even if it's a family of one, you're you're helping a family to pay their bills, to clothe themselves, to to eat. You know and. Uh, Again, I think that that's something that when we talk about entrepreneurship, a lot of times it's the idea of I don't have to report to nobody else or I can make my own schedule or I can do things my way. Um, I can make my dream come to life or I can even get to the subjective and everything. But there is a a very communal part of entrepreneurship, too, in terms of like you are legitimately going in and and changing somebody else's life and i mean their state of existence or whatever so i don't know that i think that that is uh i want to say humbling but it's definitely commendable it, you know well i appreciate that yeah it, it definitely is humbling um i think the interesting part about it is um kind of going into this i had expectations you know mm-hmm. for what do when, when people open businesses what do they do like what happens next okay well you know they build it to their needs and they get some clients, they make some money and they hire some people and repeat, you know, <laughs> rinse and repeat. Um, and so it kind of been, it kind of became a, these sorts of milestones are more of a, of course, than a, yay. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, exactly. this is, this is how being is how a business owner is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, sometimes I've gotten caught up in the past in, uh, I don't want to like diminish my accomplishments, but you know, it's, it's kind of like, if you want to be successful, these are the steps that you take. This mm-hmm. is what will happen. These are, you turn right here and turn left there and you will get to this spot, mm-hmm. you know? Um, 
And so I I think I I tried not to limit myself as a entrepreneur um, with uh, not having that audacity. You know, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't even look downtown for a space. You know, I mean, like I can't work downtown. Like I'm just I'm just Rizzo. You know, I mean, people like Rizzo don't work downtown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, I mean, Um, you know, applying for financing. You know, we didn't get anything we i applied but <laughs> that's all another situation See, bro, but, that's why we need cooperative economics yeah know? for sure um anyways uh you know just applying for that and saying hey you know this is what our revenues look like last year this is what i'd like to get from your institution you know what can you do for us you know a lot of people aren't even Trying. don't think they're you know qualified for that conversation you know and so i tried to have a different mindset at at the outset of like no I I'm I'm qualified for this I'm allowed to do this stuff like there's no mm-hmm. no difference between me and Jacob over there you know what I mean we mm-hmm. I, I can do the same things that he can you know so it's like the uh, there needs to be a, again just talking about see, the reason why I wanted to make sure I talked to you about this and I mean we we've, we've already discussed like there's a um a whole series coming where i just want to talk to my peers i want to talk to people who i think you said it perfectly have the audacity like you know who do you think i just told you who i think i am (laughs) bro him you feel me um there has to be a patient zero in any community to have a copycat you know society yeah yeah you feel me like you can't mimic something that's never been done before um and i think that sometimes people look at that like it's a negative more we say uh you know all anybody does is imitate or whatever blah 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 but i think that there is a positive way of looking at that yeah. it's like you know i'm a trailblazer i'm an example setter and when you blaze a trail that means that if you look behind you, that is a path that somebody else can also yeah, go right. and follow. And I think that what you were saying about, you know, I'm just as good as them. And then I did it. So that means that somebody well, else that's just like me can also do it, too. The interesting thing is I don't even look at it as I'm as good as them. Mm. It's just like I can do it, too. You know, yeah. um, that's even better. One thing that kind of clicked for me um, is that the people who are setting out and blazing these trails the thing that i learned is nobody knows what they're doing they don't be knowing we're, we're all figuring it out as we go Bruh, they don't you know be knowing I mean? so you know uh people talk about uh elon musk a lot and mm. you know how and we know that nigga don't know what he's doing yeah for. and a lot of people learn for the first time that just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean that you're smart you know what i mean so people just uh, automatically have that that kind of uh prejudice that you know people with a lot of money know what they're doing yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not always true you know mm-hmm. so um that that was uh, a light that came on for me for sure that that said you know hey th- these guys don't know what they're doing either you know mm-hmm. all these studio owners they're figuring out as they go mm-hmm. um so you know even if i don't know the full answer to the problems that i'm running into just keep pushing ahead and, and also on that same note too like again going back to like saying like yo this is the golden ages right now. Like this is happening in real time. I'm gonna acknowledge it. I think it's okay to to say when you do know what you're doing. Yeah. You feel me? Like <laughs> a couple of years ago, I would just think about um ooh the clout conversation. You remember back when everybody was talking about clout and like saying, Oh, clout is not gonna pay your bills, clout ain't gonna blow yeah, right. all these different times. Hey, I got um news for 
the people, whoever's listening, watching, or whatever, clouds pay my bills sometimes, <laughs> bro. Like, if I'm being real with you, you feel yeah. me? Like, it's not about what you have, it's about how you use yeah, it. You if you know how to use it or not. And uh, I think that it's okay the same way to acknowledge that, yo, a lot of people don't know what they're doing. You can equally say, I know what I'm doing. If I'm an expert at it, bro, like you passed that. Well, I don't know how many hours you put in. I'm just assuming based off of your skill set and your product that you deliver. You put in the 10,000 hours or whatever to become an expert in all of in media and content and all that type of stuff. Like this is a, a skill that you have. And there's nothing wrong with standing on that. And it's like, bro, at what point do you get to j- just say like, no, oh, nigga, I'm him for real. Like, bro, now <laughs> you can say right, that right, right, right now. Exactly. You from, and yeah. uh, nobody should challenge you on that. Right. I think I think so. that you know there's a a level of kind of self awareness that we all need to have and mm-hmm. be like, okay, you know what, you know, I, I don't need to step over here because you know that's that's not you know something I'm prepared for or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm not saying to just you know go wherever just because you know calculated risks and decisions. You know. Um, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't even know if I, it's properly attributed, but I always like to say it. I think it was Socrates who said, all I know is that I know nothing. You know, Eric Badu said the man that knows something knows that it knows nothing at all, mm. you know, which more people know. But she got that from somewhere else. But mm-hmm. I don't know who. But <laughs> anyways, um, you know, and I say that all the time. Um, I, all I know is that I know nothing at all. I'm always trying to learn. Mm. Um, I never kind of put myself in a position where I think that um, I have it all figured out. You know, because I, I definitely do not. I try to learn something new every day, even if it has nothing to do with what I do for a living. You know what I mean? Just try to learn something. Try to yeah. advance my, my knowledge and try to get a little bit further in the world. Does it feel more special, significant for you? Man, this is kind of weird because <laughs> you've been black your whole life, right? But, like, the fact that you are a black person that's doing this shit, like, does that mean at all anything to you or, like, um, your place and you know the black columbus history book um i you know i still run into challenges you know because of because of those things that i can't change about myself mm. um so it's it's something that i'm aware of um i i don't allow anybody to make it an obstacle for me mm. you know i'll call it out anytime i see it you know but um you know it, it's 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 still something to navigate you know i have you know, this this location wasn't our first choice, you mm. know. Um it's I'm very happy that we're here. It's a great location. Um, but we had another another option lined up initially. And, you know, we cash ready, you know, ready to move in, had the plan, architectural design, everything's ready to go and this, you know, real estate company just kept giving us the runaround and everything mm. like that. And I'm like, if you don't wanna work with this, I'm gonna go somewhere else. I'm not gonna sit here and try to chase you down and, yeah, you know, yeah. and give you these down tens of thousands of dollars to make this happen. <laughs> right, right, right. For somebody who clearly doesn't want to work with me. You know yeah. what I mean? So um yeah, being being black in Columbus is um it's still a challenge, you know? Um it's it's sad. Um but I'm not gonna let that be an obstacle for me. So. I remember um I was driving down Broad Street. I was listening to Fabby Rotten. Um, he had just put out Swervana. Uh, I think it was a mixtape. It might have been an EP. But I was I was driving down. I was just thinking, like, I grew up, like I said, around the corner from Mary Parsons in Livingston. And being a kid, younger than my daughter, and feeling like downtown was inaccessible to me. Right. Like, yeah. it felt like 
you know, Emerald City. It's right around yeah. the corner from it or whatever. Yeah. Like, even for the boom, seven, eight minutes away from, like, where we laid our heads and everything. And, like, that felt like a field trip, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, going down to that. Yeah. And then I'm getting to a place where, like, I'm making money. I remember I threw a concert on the rooftop of one of these buildings or whatever. It's like, bro, how am I here? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild. It's beautiful, but it's, it's wild. Yeah. Like, and I think that's another uh, rose that it's probably important for us to smell. Like, just what you said, like, all of this is accessible. You mm-hmm. feel me? And it's all made up. Everything is made up. Like, exactly. Um, and and not only that, but it's probably not what you think it is. You know what I mean? Like, that you know, working, living, uh, you know, just being downtown in general, you know, it's not... Uh, it's it's not the you know golden crown that you know yeah, you think yeah. it is. it's nice it's, it's great i love being down here mm-hmm. but it's beautiful too it's very scenic yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love i love just being able to walk next door and grab some food during my lunch break or you know um just being close to other businesses being rolled rub shoulders with you know all sorts of everything um is great you know what i mean um but it's not as difficult as I thought that it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thought it was an impenetrable wall right there at 70, you know, yeah, there, or 71 yeah, yeah, that you couldn't get past unless yeah. you had some kind of pass or something mm-hmm. like that. So, Do you f- um, find yourself in rooms that you wouldn't have, like, I don't know, imagined yourself in? Like, have you had access to any of those or, like, having conversations that um, you didn't think that you'd be having or even getting respect that you didn't think that you would garner? I- I'd say more that I get a lot of yeses that I never even had a dash of hope that would be, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you know, um, you know, uh, and, uh, creatives always talk about the process of sending out a quote or a proposal or something like that. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, that's cheap. Let, let's do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of like, bread. I should have tripled it. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I, Man. <laughs> so yeah. You, you I know. remember back when I used to be insecure about like putting right, like right. three digits, like right. on the proposal, like, yo, I mean, it's only $200 in there, but let's show the yeah, things you do. Yeah. $200. I was working with, uh, we were working with an organization last year. Um, and you know, I sent them a very reasonable quote, um, for our services. I inflated it a little bit just because, you know, I wanted them to take us seriously, right. not because I wanted more money, but, you know, mm-hmm. at a certain le- price level, people don't take you seriously. That's facts. Um, so I raised it a little bit just to, you know, get that. And they sent it back. They were like, uh, all right, so this is actually way below our budget. Can you actually raise it to this number so that we can clear this money out? <laughs> you know, what I mean? and that just my mind went, I didn't even know that was a problem that people have. Yeah, it is. You know, I don't know what to do with this money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, you know, those kind of things, that's, that's where I'm, um, that's the try- kind of thing I'm trying to learn every day is like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I don't have the same lived experience as everybody else does. You know what I mean? I don't have the same problems as everybody else. I don't have the same, um, benefits as everybody else, you know? Also so true. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to, uh, change my perspective on how other people run their businesses and how people like to interact with businesses and things like that. So how has it felt, you know, um, in the aftermath, like now that you've unveiled it? I remember when you first told me that you were opening up another studio. I was like, what's it called? Nigga, I'm not telling you. What you mean? Rizzo is me. Is it key? <laughs> you know, honestly, I didn't tell, I didn't want to tell you because I wasn't sure if I was going to change it or not. Oh, <laughs> so. okay, okay. Now I feel less bad. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I thought you was like, I was going to Tom Holland it or something. No, no, you know, no, you know uh, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. You never know 
how a piece of information is going to shape real. up in the life of a uh, a drop of any sort. You so. know what they say? Um, it's like a camera can only capture what you give it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want some shit to get out, right, right, don't yeah, say yeah. nothing. Keep it exactly. to yourself. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, real. So. What was the other options? Um, I, you know, so we're at 33 North Third Street. Mm-hmm. I was going to give some kind of play on three, the mm-hmm. number three um, of some sort. Um, we're in a high rise, so I was looking at like using cloud of some instance, mm. you know, because the Dreamcatchers, Dream our logo yeah. is a cloud as well. So uh, I had a couple things for you. You should have called me, bro. I could have brainstormed. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what I mean? <laughs> Believe mm. me, man. I had I had a, 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 a team of advisors, not real advisors. That's but, you know, people crazy. That I would, so I would you ask. had people that yeah, you asked I, I for opinions, and I wasn't one of them. <laughs> I did. Now yeah. I see how you view. But me, I didn't bro. have like, that many cool. people. You know, I mean, I, I wanted to keep it tight. You know, with people who didn't really care. You know, what I was doing. Not in reality. You just don't want me to be able to no. say, "Hey, I named that shit." Right? More, more. <laughs> you didn't want me to put the feather because I would have. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, they want to give you credit. Yeah, that's right, crazy. Right, right. Um, but more importantly, I didn't want to give it to people who I thought might be using my services in the future. You okay, know that's I mean? true. So, um, you know, you try not to tell your clientele about your problems that you're having as a business. So maybe and that's why we fucking up. Yeah, I, well. I be telling everybody everything. <laughs> hey, yo, man, listen, I don't know how I'm about to blah blah blah. Like, yeah, 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 no. So, um, yeah, you know, but yeah, just I had a, a whole lot of things floating around up there, and I just wanted to make sure that everything was cemented. And you know, we only announced the opening five days before we opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah i was wondering because i i asked you i was like yo you said january yeah, it's january yeah, 26 yeah, bro like what yeah, the fuck so we we uh uh we started the lease on the first of january mm-hmm. my goal when we signed the lease was to be open by the 20th of january didn't work out like that mm-hmm. packages were late and you know mm-hmm. things happen in yeah. that sort of uh the rock nation agenda i understand yeah yeah you know how it goes yeah. <laughs> uh you know so i was like okay but i definitely want to Let's, let's do January. I don't want it to be after January. So um, we had everything cleaned and dusted and ready to go on probably like the 24th, mm. you know. And so then I was like, OK, well, let me make some some content to actually promote this thing so that people come and all that kind of stuff. And um, it was really interesting. I, I, I uh, when we initially came up with the idea of how we were going to do the grand opening, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe. 30 35 people will come you know that kind of thing and i i remembered that from uh the dreamcatchers recording studio we we had been building a mailing list for about two years i had never used i knew it would be useful in the future but i had never used it before all right because what would you use it for well i mean there's a lot of things i should have been using it for Mm -hmm. um if you have a mailing list you should be using it but um (laughs) are you disappointing me i don't have a mailing list it's crazy, right? You do have a mailing list. I have a mail. What do you mean? No, I don't. ETC I don't. doesn't have a mailing list. No, ETC bro. has sent me plenty of emails in the past. Nah, not ETC. Okay, well, ETC should definitely have a mailing list. We should have one. And Absolutely, we're making. One. I'm fairly confident that you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me find out somebody out here sending out ETC emails. Well, and let, shit, let me ask. <laughs> let me ask you this: When people sign up for ETC, they mm-hmm. they give you their email, right? That's part of it. Okay, hold on, wait, wait. wait. We do. <laughs> we don't have a mailing Malcolm, list. Malcolm is learning what an email list is right now, <laughs> live on camera. <laughs> you see, this is the reason why I call it FOE, bro, because you my op right now, bro. Nah, <laughs> man, nah. I'm here to help. I'm joking. Um, so we don't have a mailing list the way that 
I want to have a moment where people can just come drop off their email address, not give me anything. Like they're not paying, oh, they're not yeah, yeah, right. any of that type of stuff or whatever is uh just like email collection. And I should have one. Like I one thousand, I have way too big of an audience to not have a mailing list or whatever. You should so. definitely do that. It'd be very beneficial to you. Yeah, uh, especially you know, um, there's a lot of utility that you can get from it. You know, even yeah. even not trying to sell something just you know raising awareness about different things that Burr. are happening so facts um but anyway so we had a mailing list right. um that we've been building over two years it's about 600 people you know mm. of people who had either you know uh spent money with us or had been interested in the past with spending money with mm-hmm. us so the type of people i should definitely be contacting more but right anyway hot leads if you will. Yeah, yeah hot leads for sure um Anyway, so I was like, I'll just send this invite out to all 500 of these people. <laughs> and I thought maybe about a it. couple of them will. Yeah, I thought about it. I was like, well, what happened was um, the uh, website that we use to manage our email list. It shows you how many people open the email and you know, kind of how many times they reopened it and that sort of thing. And uh, we had a 40 percent email open rate which that's, is yeah, almost I mean. double the average yeah <laughs> no, that's I mean? crazy yeah. uh and so i started to kind of panic i was like oh okay well why now what if too many people show up mm-hmm. and so it's a, i was like well it's already we're having good problems to have mm-hmm. you know? so um it was good um the kind of marketing plan that we had uh was to do uh, I was talking to David. I was like, you know, I really like how people do like the whole photo booths or they do like the little 360 camera thing that spins mm. around you, does the slow motion. But I also like how I can't remember which award show it is, maybe the Oscars or something like that, how they have that robotic camera that flies at you and does slow motion and all that kind of stuff. You might have seen it, you might not. But I don't watch anyways, they, they do this thing that eventually know. turned out to be basically what we did. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was like, I want to do that but elevated, you know what I mean? I don't want to get the little cheap little GoPro and put it on a gyro and spin it around people. <laughs> you know, I, shots fired. Yeah, shots fired for sure. I don't like the way it looks, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, bro. We had that in my anniversary. That's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's nice. Well, ours is in the middle of the party. Though, it's, so the the it's content is more important than the, uh, the delivery, you know what I mean? You want to get the, get the, get the moment more than anything else. But mm. if you can get it better, you should. So, um, I was like, you know, we, obviously we're going to be producing content for people. We should put our best face forward, you know? And so, um, we did that. We got about 30, 35 people to sign up and get a quick little clip for the social media. And it was fire too. Cause like I was just on social media and it would just like pop up. Like yeah. People that was intentional. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, when I sent it out and I'm sure you got the email, uh, I think you got the email too. Mm-hmm. the same email that I sent out. I had to do those one by one, oh, did uh, you? send those files out. Yeah. yeah oh, it was about 35 sense. of them. But, um, so some people got some different information um, just because it was late and I was trying to get out as fast as possible. But anyways, um, I told everybody, hey, post this at the same time. You know? I felt bad, bro, because I posted that like I was doing a news interview at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, I forgot because I was like I was doing some I was editing a video actually for like this VIP joint that we had down in Houston. And um <laughs> I looked down, it's twelve fifty. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> missed the moment. Yeah. No, no, but it, it's totally fine because mm. um, that's actually how it ended up working out is uh, some people posted it as soon as they got the email, which was the night before at like 
9 p.m. or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, I was like, y'all niggas don't read. <laughs> no, it, it was fine. Some people posted it, so it kind of, you know, already we're getting a little bit of attention, mm-hmm. you know, from that, and the algorithm likes that. Um, and then the next day, we got a huge wave right at noon, um, and then a couple people either just weren't on their phones at noon or, you know, for whatever yeah. reason, they didn't post it at noon. And so they posted it later in the yeah. day. And so now we're getting almost 24 hours straight of people mm-hmm. posting about us, you know, and so shit that you can't buy yeah literally you you i mean people uh companies would pay tens of thousands of dollars for that type of engagement Mm -hmm. you know and we got it on our first day open yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh, without spending a dollar Mm -hmm. you know and so i think that played a huge role in you know like i said people vouching for us without even Mm. ever working with us so nah that's See, bro, look, bro, you talking about imitation or whatever you just said. Got my wheels turning. I'm like, hey, man, I got some things I'm about to kick off, too. I might have to steal some of these ideas. So if y'all see me imitating, (laughs) uh, I mean, you already know, bro. But if y'all see me imitating Dreamcatchers or whatever. You didn't see me. <laughs> no, I was trying to think about how I can bite it and everything, make it seem like it's my idea. You instead know? of I'm biting it, instead of biting it, you just come to us. We'll do it for you. No, again, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have you do it, but I want it to you. be that like was, it's, that was for everybody else. It's my idea, though. You feel me? I want to Columbus it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Christopher. Yeah, yeah, Christopher, bro. <laughs> That's great. Big Chris energy, bro. <laughs> That's wild. With the globe in the back. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, you know I, it's funny, man. I actually um, I designed this whole everything, mm-hmm. and I know most of everything has been in this one corner here. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of other things going on in this room uh-huh. I really like. Um, and you know, it's funny people. Yeah, some room for improvement, but you know, oh, come on, nah, I'm talking. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's funny, you know, as we're kind of building it out, people would come in. Our neighbors in the building and the leasing office and stuff, they'd come in, just be nosy and just be trying to meet us and we were like, oh this is really nice in here you did a really nice job who designed it you know and i was like i got i designed it you know like really i'm like hold on (laughs) like nah but that's the thing like you know what i mean so people like oh you know was it a woman that did that did it or you know not a get a firm doing it i'm like no i did it like why is that so hard to believe you know Mm no it's a good vibe in here it's a really good vibe and i'd be thinking in my head like ooh. I'm about to do this here and this here, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Don't give me no canvas, bro. I'm a painter, <laughs> you feel me? Like, I remember it was a running joke a couple years ago. It's like, Malcolm, could I, you know, I was always wearing the creative hat. Shout out to C Fave and all them. C Fave and Marshall, you know, two of my most favorite brothers and everything. But uh, it was like, Malcolm's a creative, he's a creative, but what the fuck does he do? Whatever. It's like, I was talking to, uh, you know, I was talking to, talking to Zach. Fresh. Couple days ago, I was like, uh, fresh. Couple days ago, he said the same thing about me. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, "I know he does a lot and he's successful, and I just don't know any of what it is." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm an enigma. You put me. Yeah. I'm a mystery. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a um. Like everybody knows what you do, but they can't describe it. <laughs> yeah, it's ETC is etc. Exactly, Bro, exactly. not dead ass. That's how I came up with the name. Um, even before like I talked about it on the etc. with uh, podcast, but um. Well, was at Warhol and Wall Street, like what you were saying, it's like, yo, you may see the work they do, but you don't see all the behind the scenes, like things or whatever. In a lot of ways, I was they first like employed the first like person that they hired, and everything. there was so much glue that I was just like coming and doing like small things, you know, things like. 
printing out the papers for the agenda and stapling them, making sure. Yeah. It, very small, but if it doesn't happen, right. it's glaring. You feel me? And I was like, how do I describe this? It's right, like, right. Do, uh, you have the bricks, but what about the mortar in between it? Like all the 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 the, the invisible things mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like all the et cetera shit. Yeah. And then I, like that. I was like, all right, bro. That's what I do. I, I do a lot of et cetera shit. And then I was trying to think, I wear a lot of hats or whatever. So, all right, cool. I had orange soda at the time, fly paper to the drummer's beat. And it's the first podcast I started, which, by the way, was before the big podcast boom or whatever. Yeah. I remember the first time we had 5,000 listens or whatever. I was like, yo, this is beautiful. I wanted to like tell everybody. <laughs> Brother was like, bro, stop showing everybody our numbers. I'm like, bro, this is an achievement, yeah, bro. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? People, everybody doesn't get that or right, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people people been doing it for a long time and have a lot lower numbers. So. You know I'm saying, bro, you, we had hundreds of apps, but I digress. This is not about to the drummers beat. I wore that hat, and then um, I, I'm a, you see me. I write. I'm a poet. I write. I'm a uh, not scholar, not journalist, not essayist. I'm a writer. I'm a fucking writer. You know what I'm saying? I'm a creative thinker, and maybe most importantly, uh, culture architect. Like I build things that don't exist. Before I dream them and imagine them, a lot of blue ocean strategy, and uh, I was like, well, "How do I describe all that?" <sighs> you know, the big etc, brother, and the um, the slack, the etc slack. Mm-hmm. That's what it says, the notorious etc. You feel me? You <laughs> like may not know who I am or even what I did to contribute to this, but you do know yeah, <laughs> the right. fact that I was here. You felt my exactly. presence, bro. Like, yeah, and even without knowing what exactly you did in mm-hmm. this instance, I know that it wouldn't have happened <laughs> yeah. without your. You, know, you feel did. me? Yeah, but back to the uh, to the drummer's beat thing that you're talking about. Um, that kind of goes back to the audacity thing I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. One thing that you know I always try to get artists to do um, that I'm working with is like envision yourself making money from your music. Mm-hmm. How is that happening? Mm-hmm. Why, where Where is the money coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, in today's streaming, you know, world, you're never going to make a cent until yes, you thanks. crack 300 million streams. You right. know what I mean? And nobody's doing that, you know? So Even why is that? Them, yeah, exactly. Film ain't doing that. They're not doing me. that. Yeah. You know? So why is that your only revenue stream that you're trying to get? You know, um, people don't even give, their fans an opportunity to give them money that's fact. you know what i mean if the only way i can support you is by streaming your music i will but that's not gonna help you know what i mean so that's more for me than this for you like, yeah yeah but you know and so you know podcasting is another thing with that you know uh you can't just post a podcast on youtube and expect to make money from it you know what you i mean until you cross a certain threshold of plays a couple hundred million you're not gonna be able to afford making the podcast mm-hmm. just from podcasting. That's you know what facts. I mean? So, that's but facts. that doesn't mean you don't have people that support you. You mm-hmm. know, so go in a way, uh, give people a way to support you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, talking about the cloud shit. Yeah, right? and it's know? like, bro, it's okay. Well, not it's okay. There are more types of currency or whatever than just dollars and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But that currency only spins if you know where to go to spin exactly. it. Exactly. You have to turn it into something. You, you have to turn gotta, it into something. You yeah. got to exchange it. <laughs> but it's exchangeable. I promise you. Yeah. It is exchangeable. Absolutely. Like, you know, so, um, yeah, nah, I, I agree with, with what you're saying with that. And, uh, I mean, Brett, you're going to be recording all these uh, FOEs or whatever. So, you're going to hear me talk a lot about it. But my nigga, like. I've I've done a lot of things quietly, 
like, and I talk a lot, <laughs> you feel me? So the niggas have heard the things I talk about. Imagine the stuff I haven't yet said or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, truthfully, on this podcast, I'm going to keep it all the way real. Um, but let me give a disclaimer. I don't say any of this out of disrespect or whatever, you feel me? This is it's, um, just honesty. We're just telling the truth. That's all. But truthfully, like products that I've created, whatever, like I have more listeners or people that have heard my voice that have hit play on my voice or gone back to re-listen to my shit, whatever. And a lot of the people that are, you know, running around and that call themselves, oh, we're the real creators and everything like that. We're the real creatives. And I made more money off of like the art that I've made than well, excuse me, I know factually that other people have made. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like right. it's reach tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions yeah. of people. Yeah. Like not exactly. I'm not making that up. These are like real facts, I real mean, stats yeah. and everything. And it, it's kind of like all right, but that's not my objective. I'm not trying to just be, you know, I I don't I actually don't like attention. Ironically, <laughs> because I like I, I get it a lot. <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable. It really does. Um, but because I know how to get it, it's also like, all right, well, if I do get it, what can I do to help and to translate that over to other people mm-hmm. and to redirect that to you know people who you know inspire me or that I think are really dope or um, or somebody that doesn't know how to get it or whatever. Like, let me just show you at least a blueprint. Yeah. Actually, while I was here um, for your opening of the studio, somebody came up to me and he said, hey, uh, I just want to let you know I'm a big fan of yours and I've been following along with your journey for years and I'm trying to do some of the things that you've done. And you and a couple of other people Everything that I'm about to do, I'm following in your footsteps and shit. And to me, bro, like, that's the biggest win. That's more than anything. That's more than any checks that I can get. That's more than any, like, a praise or something, any awards. Any rec- it's like the fact that another black son of Columbus, like, saw a black son of Columbus do some shit and say, hey, that makes me think I can do something, too. Let me go and try and apply it in my own way or whatever. Like, bro, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You feel me? Because that's how I even got here. I looked at Yogi. Shout out to Yogi. That's my guy. That's Shout my, out Yogi. That's my nigga, bro. Um, and I, like, bro, he, well, he didn't hire me. I went to him. I was like, hey, bro, you got this marketing company. I can't get a job nowhere because apparently I don't have the job, the work experience or whatever. I got a degree and I got all this, like, hunger, passion or whatever. I'm like Alexander Hamilton type <laughs> shit, right? Can I just like study under you? Like, can I be your intern? Like, you don't gotta pay me nothing. I just want to be in the room. I just want to soak up all the things, and I want to, you know, um, be able to offer something or whatever. It's like, yeah, bro, come on. And he showed me. I call him Black Steve Jobs. Like, I'm definitely gonna have him here on a uh, on a show, probably several or whatever. But um, I saw him literally create something from nothing, and he dressed the way that I did, he talked the way that I did, he, mm, I don't think I could say, well, fuck it, <laughs> he drank the way that I did, you know what I'm saying, like, he, um, like, you know what I'm saying, it's the same shit, or whatever, yeah. I was like, bruh, all right, I don't have to walk and, 
and talk and be this exactly whatever you feel me i can beat myself and as long as i create a strategy like a how do i get there and i create a roadmap i could follow that yep. and um i think that that's really the biggest take takeaway that anybody should have and bro truthfully columbus is on the cusp like we are in a golden age right now the golden age has lasted for several years um and honestly like and with the pandemic it kind of slow shit down and reset and i think that if you go outside and you just smell the air right now you feel it it's like oh no that that's just not over it's not it wasn't a bookend it was a pause right if anything, it was like a, a pause that built up more momentum because it's like now you come outside, it's like niggas is getting to it, bro. Well, like I niggas is creating in a way that they had never done and before, that's the bro. Thing is, is it, it was a call for innovation. You innovation. Know, we had to figure out something else. You know, mm-hmm. We had to do things differently. The way that things were going mm-hmm. was not the way that things could be any longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we had to do another thing. And I think that attitude uh, came out of the pandemic with us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Of like, it doesn't we don't have to do that anymore you know um we can do this now um or we can come up with something completely different yeah you know? so that that really was in all aspects of life i think mm-hmm. um but for creators specifically absolutely. yeah yeah one thousand percent and it also got a lot of imitators out there out the paint the people that was grifting that was just doing like oh uh, there's a buck to be made over there yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna go and try and get in where i fit in or whatever it's like no bro there's no cosplay here yeah like and there's no room for it neither. I, I like to say Columbus is a prove it city. Like you have to yep. uh, show why you deserve the support, and um, and we'll support you. We will if you show that's, it. That's something that a lot of people say. Get is behind that, you is that Columbus doesn't support its own, and that is not true whatsoever. Here I am, Columbus's own, bro. <laughs> that, <laughs> is, me? that is so untrue. Columbus is so supportive, but. We're not gonna support some bullshit. Like. We're not, bro. <laughs> and we're quick to challenge you, yeah, bro. Like, so show your card, bro. If you don't feel supported, be introspective. That's all I'm gonna say on that. <laughs> That's a bar right there, man. Like, you ever think about getting behind the mic and you know maybe recording some? You know, you know, uh, this it's a funny thing, man. Uh, I was just talking shit. I didn't know this. No, no, really. no, 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 no. But um, funny thing, man. You know, I play drums. Mm-hmm. Um, when my parents bought me Percussion my first, ass nigga. <laughs> when my parents bought me my first drum set. Uh, or when I asked them for for my first drum set, they're like, "Well, you don't know how to play drums." I was like, "Yeah, I do." They're like, how, "How do you know how to play drums? You never played them before." He's like, I, "I just know, you know, because you know I would watch drummers at church or on videos, and I'd be air drumming and stuff like that." Mm. And when I first when I got my first drum set, it wasn't good, but I knew like I I knew how to practice at least. I knew what I needed to yeah. learn and like new things like that. I've always just had that kind of observational learning where I can watch, you know, something and I know what to watch. Like, okay, he's talking like this right now and that's going to have this impact and then it's going to cause this and that, you know, and I've just always been able to observe that. And so um, in music, I've always had that as well, you know, um, from beat making, I kind of got that on my own. Um, But, you know, uh, one of the one of the reasons that people like working with me in the studio is because I'm able to kind of identify with them and understand what they're going through as an artist in this moment, you know, trying to convey this emotion or get the lyrics to say this certain thing or how am I delivering this note? Is that coming across the right way? And I'm able to kind of zone in on how they're, you know, what their goals are with that and get them to the finish line, you know, Uh, something I'm really proud of. Um, 
you know, even though I've never been an artist, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not dropping music and that, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I don't really know where I was going with that. Yeah, nah, <laughs> it's all good. That was some good yeah, shit. No. And I identify with that too. Like the reason why I don't call myself a journalist is because I have a lot of respect for the people that do go study and learn the craft and all that type of stuff. Um, but what I do call myself is a storyteller. Like I know how to, you know, um, some people call it build a narrative or whatever. And, hey, let me just say this shit too, bro. This whole TMZ key shit that <laughs> niggas is trying to run with. I'm not. I'm not here for that. It's fucked up, guys. It's really fucked up. Um, I'm a storyteller. And they caught man. you in 4K. What they? <laughs> you said what? They caught you in 4K. What Bruh, they? <laughs> it was really bad. Like Marlon was the first one that ever called me that. Um, but I will say I prefer TMZ keys as opposed to some of the shit that <laughs> niggas are yeah, saying. The bad. Yeah. I'm not even gonna put it out there because right, right. yeah. you know. I, you might know. Anyways, I probably don't. It's, all right. <laughs> it's, it's really just like yo. I might like we might really have to work like it, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he, he said it. it was like, bro, you always just put out like a, a, a like a salacious headline like in a group chat or whatever. Like I like it gets the people going. I'm like if you don't get these tabloid yeah, shits out of it, like tell us the information, bro. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a storyteller. Like I I do know how to tell a story and. Um, I mean, it's self-taught, and, yeah. and it's like saying, I look for what are the narratives and, and other people's things, like in marketing, and speech giving, and music, mm-hmm. and albums, and videos, and commercials, and um, broadcasts, yep. like broadcasts is a story being told, in, in, in scripted seasons, television shows, movies, like in wardrobe, like I'm just always trying to find the narrative in there and take it like, all right, well, what story can I tell with my shit or whatever? And uh, like just, you know, crafting that and honing it and spending a lot of time working. It's like, what can I say with my words? What can I say without my words? Like mm-hmm. the positioning of it with the um, not intangibles, like the. What am I trying to say? Like, uh. I said I'm a good storyteller and I'm over here. Like, <laughs> like nigga, you fraud. You're a fucking fraud. <laughs> um it's like the fabric, the, the texture of it and stuff, you know. For example, there's another thing too, just quick aside. I do a lot of experimenting too. And some of the shit that I put out, I know yeah, right. it's not very good. <laughs> but it's like, well, I wanted, I had to try it. I had yeah. to and that, try and put some shit out or whatever. You I know? think that's the thing about you, and, you know, people like you and I, and I'm sure most, you know, most if not all the people that you're going to have on this show is um, we have that perspective mm. and we have that introspection as well um, where we're able to tell if our shit stinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people straight up don't have that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They have to rely on other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's different from having standards, mm-hmm. you know, a standard of quality in, in your delivery or whatever. Um, but just knowing if it's, if, is your standard higher than other people or lower than other people? A lot right. of people's kind of barometer on that is off. So Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but not so like what I was saying about like the, the texture and stuff of it. Like I put out a real, I went to my um, high school last week or the week before last uh, just to go visit. My job made me go home. They said I was working too hard. Fucking weird, but whatever. Yeah, it happened. You know what I'm saying? And I, um, I went to my high school and like it was a lot of like memories and like all this type of stuff. And at first I was going to put out picture characters. How did you get in? Huh? How did you get in? 
no, I caught a head. Okay. I caught a head. I, was I like, remember the first time I tried to go to school without being mm-hmm. a student. And I learned a lot about how safe schools are. No, it's days. wild, bro. Because <laughs> so they sent me home and they gave me a gift card and they said, yo, go do something. And I was like, bro, I got work to do. It's, it was whatever. Um, but the only place I can go to like actually spend that gift card was Tuttle. Like that was the only place that they had this store. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Starstruck or whatever. And so I went to Centennial off of Bethel and Tuttle was like in that same like area. So as I'm driving to Tuttle, I call Centennial. It's the middle of the day. I said, hey, do you guys allow like visitors to come in? I know it's like, you know, right. it's 2023. It's like, oh, yeah, alumni can come back all the time. Just like, but we're actually about to do lockdown drills. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so right, come right, back. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, imagine if I hadn't called and like right, I showed up yeah. doors During and lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. Um, but now, nah, when I, I could have just put up a carousel of like you know the pictures or whatever, I like to you know publish it for the memories. I go back and I revisit my things often. Um, say, well, let me try something new. Let me like just play with some new tools that I've never used before, so on and so forth. And when I put it out, well, while I was editing the video, I added in a um, overlay. Whenever it was like a film grain mm-hmm. and it's not something that like if you're just like scrolling you may not see it or whatever but it added like just a texture like to kind of go back vintage yeah you know mm-hmm. like uh, my excuse me a uh, blast from the past and all yeah, that right, type right. of stuff excuse me i don't know if i love the real or not i don't i use a lot of different effects i had never seen before because i just wanted to see like how it translated and all that type of stuff but that that layer that I did add into it or whatever, like that's what I mean when I say it's like how do I present this in a way that tells this story beyond yeah. I don't have to say, Oh, this is my alma mater when I was like, No, I just recorded a video that I shot with some tech that was made in twenty twenty two, but I made it look like vintage right. type shit. Yeah. So you had that feeling and stuff from it. And um I don't know, that that's just a, a skill set that Nobody taught me. I just yeah. picked it up, like similar to how you did when you're making music and it, or drumming and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know you learn so much more from being from doing something wrong mm-hmm. than you do to you know from watching somebody do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so so many people are just afraid to experiment and try things out and do things the wrong way. Um, that is, you know, it's crippling to them. It's know? crippling. So yeah. I, that's one thing. I'm never afraid to make a mistake and mm-hmm. you know go down the wrong path or you know make a wrong decision mm-hmm. um uh, i'm always learning from that so that's that's something i pride myself on it's a humility mm-hmm. and that's the reason why i'd be feeling away when niggas just be saying oh i got this crazy ego and shit because bro all i'm doing is telling the truth yeah. like am i'm really talented i'm sorry well two say. things could be I'm true gifted. <laughs> that's crazy i'm a gifted individual guys i'm just telling yeah, the truth when sure. i say Absolutely. that you know i'm just telling the truth but I don't get to here right now without humility mm-hmm. and being able to, like you said, acknowledge when some shit that I made was trash. Yeah. Like without me being able to say, oh, I was wrong about this or, oh, I need to do this better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? Like that, it takes humility. Yeah. The type of humility that you don't have if you're delusional, which is what narcissistic people are. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that's, that's not me. You yeah. feel me? That's the reason why I be so tight about it. And it's like, bro, you not telling the truth right now by saying that I'm not telling the truth. Yeah. When I was in college, um, I was taking a music technology or music business course. Um, 
And one of the assignments that our teacher gave us one day, professor, I guess, um, was he wanted us um, at the next class to bring in a song that we thought was a good song. Um, he gave us nothing else than that. That was the assignment, bringing in something you think is a good song. Everybody brought in completely different songs, you know, very, Anybody very bring wide. Bring in Freebird? No, I don't think so. You think that's a good song? Perfect song, but go ahead. Okay, that's good. Um, and, you know, he had all of us play our songs. And then after we played our songs, he would individually ask each one of us, he would say, why do you think that's a good song? You know, and some people would say, oh, you know, it sold, you know, went triple platinum or, you know, whatever like that. Some people would say, oh, I just have this really great memory from it, you know, all that kind of stuff. And some people would go into, like, analysis of, like, the music theory and, like, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it really taught me a lot about uh perspective and Mm -hmm. also the fact that everybody thinks that their shit is good (laughs) you know every song that you make is your baby and it's the best song in the world until you lose that perspective and everybody has to zoom out from that and be able to tell what potential issues there might be on anything that you create you know everybody's not going to see your creation the same way that you see it of Mm. course you're going to do it the best way you possibly can the best that you think it can be um but that's not always the case you know what i mean and uh, it's subjective anyway so Mm. you could throw an event and you know think this is the event of the century you know what i mean everybody do be throwing the events of the century you you throw you throw amazing events you really do i I appreciate that i was just talking shit just now but i do appreciate you really do and you know you have the uh objective proof to to prove that you know what i mean Mm. but um you know, I'm sure not every single event you've done is hit. You know what I mean? So, but I'm don't sure talk you've about those bro. <laughs> men in black. <laughs> but I'm sure you know before the event you thought it would. You know what I mean? So, yeah, or else you wouldn't have ever conceptualized it. That's so. facts. Yeah. Um. No. On that note, yeah, I'm not trying to pat my. Actually, yes, I am, bro. That's the reason why I started this show right here is because I want to be objectively honest about myself, bro. Like. Every time that I I feel like I'm about to downplay me, I need to correct myself on air live. So don't edit none of that out. <laughs> you feel me? But just that part, you can edit out some of the other shit earlier. Right, like right. you know, when I lost my words and everything. <laughs> or you can leave it in too, bro. We keep it V, whatever. Um, one of the the best compliments that I feel like I've ever gotten is actually there's a couple of them. One of them was uh somebody said that an event that I do is part of their self-care mm. routine that's nice i'm like bro what <laughs> that's crazy you feel me um another one that somebody said to me is that at the end of the year um like there was an event that happened it's like yo this is the best time that i've had out in columbus this entire calendar and i was like bro, you yeah. know to me that that hits the way that I imagine your five out of five stars hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think for me the best. Oh, uh, last one. Last okay, one. Go ahead, go ahead. Is that nigga told me it's like I look on the calendar for when you're going to throw an event, and that's when I plan to travel home or whatever wow. because yeah. I know that that weekend is going to be lit. I'm going to have fun when I come back home or whatever. I like God, like yeah. nigga, I'm driving tour. That's wild, bro. Like that is wild to me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, what was you about to say? Um, I think the best kind of compliment I got about my work is um, I was I had mixed this album for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, I went. Uh, they came to the studio to just kind of go over the mixes and just listen to everything for final approval. Pretty standard process. We listened to the album together. Um, they weren't really saying too much. I was like, okay, I'll just keep playing it, you know, until they have something to say. Um, and then about towards the end of the last song on the project, I kind of turned around. They were behind me. Um, it's kind of, I was like, all right, you paying attention? You on your phone? Like, what's going on? And they're, they're like in tears. They're like bawling. And I was like, oh. Oh, my bad. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, they were like, I've never imagined that I could ever sound like that. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, no, there's no way um, that I ever thought that could come out of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that just, it just blew me away. So that's wild, bro. Yeah, so. That's crazy. That's what I shoot for, you know, every yeah, time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, on, on, on a microphone, uh, until you've heard yourself for the first time, mm-hmm. you don't sound like what you think you sound like in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's biological things happening between your throat and your ears where um, you don't sound the same to you as you do to everybody else. Nah, you know what bro, I mean? So I'm most people have never heard their voice. You know what I mean? No, nah, I'm just stepping my joke like that, bro. That's fucked up. No, I didn't hear you. What <laughs> no, you, no, you got to nah, run it back. Nah, nah, saying, I, I'm autistic. Now nah, I know exactly how the fuck I sound. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> nah, so. I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, most most uh, most people have never heard their voice, mm. you know, for real. And so, for the majority of people, I know this as a studio owner and engineer. When they walk up to a microphone and hear themselves in headphones, they're like, "Who? Hello? Like, <laughs> who is that? Yeah, Who's that yeah, talking?" Yeah. You know. Um, and so, you know, being able to uh, transform that back into what they heard in their head when they wrote the song mm. or whatever, you know, that's something I pride myself on. The same thing with uh, with video. You know, most people have not seen themselves through a professional camera. They don't yeah. know what they look like. Mm. They don't know what their pores look like or yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how nice their edge up is. You know what I mean? They've never yeah. seen that kind of thing. Yeah, I um, wish I didn't see you. I'm going to be honest with you. This is not something that I, I love. I don't, this is the, the, the oh my God, bro. And it's like, if I don't like attention, <laughs> the camera yeah. is only paying attention to me, bro. Like, you got your it, own it camera. <laughs> trained on me, bro. And then when you be editing it, it'd be like, ah, bah, bah, yeah. Bah. <laughs> yeah, bitch ass nigga. Like, Goddamn, bro. Relax. You feel me? Like, yeah. not too much on that case, but I also know that that's part of the thing. Yeah, nah. Yeah, bro. you know, but, you know, uh, my, my hope is that when you look at it, you're like, oh, okay. He actually, you know, he got some good lighting on my face it makes me look nice you know he's yeah, accentuating yeah, yeah. what's good what i like about myself and mm. those sorts of things you know that's what i shoot for now you do a good job here bro thank for you. sure like i uh well, let me make sure i'm not disrespecting nobody fuck it bro we telling the truth here you feel me um in this next chapter like I, i've said it a lot and i mean it every single time i say it 2023 going all the way with it bro like we're swinging for the fences like Love to hear it. Like, we're trying to, I'm trying to be unprecedented. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has been building a lot of um, social capital over the year, been um, harvesting a lot of influence. I've been, um, you know, building a lot of relationships and and all that. And I've also just been like, you know, um, is archiving the right word? archiving a lot of like potential energy or whatever and it's just like in the vault now and i was like bro what is potential energy if you never make it kinetic you never actually like use it and spend Mm -hmm. it in and make something come from it or whatever and i feel like there is a um well there was a line 
a demarcation that I've crossed over and it's like, all right, well, now we're in the new frontier and new territory. We got to do new shit and it's time to like use all those resources. And um, there's not nobody that I would rather be working with like hand in hand, um, you know, to like really assist and push like, you know, these goals up or whatever. Like I, I truly believe that the way that the team is like assembled right now is like there's not nobody on the team that I wish wasn't here. You see what I'm saying? Maybe there's some people that, you know, can add when that, there's things I don't know that I don't know, whatever. But, you know, uh, I'm just grateful for you. I'm grateful for your, your expertise, for your talent. Um, and maybe more importantly, I'm grateful for the access. Like, you know, I, I feel like it's a privilege that I get to know you. You know what I mean? Even though, you know, the start of our story where you, you oh, voted against man. me. I knew it was going to come up, yeah. man. <laughs> nah, um, but we almost made it all the way through <laughs> the story coming up. <laughs> I think that it's cool, though, the fact that we both started out as Alpha Esquires, and um, I mean, I didn't, I did not know I was going to be this yeah. <laughs> at all, bro. and I didn't know that you was going to be. There. I remember when I found out that you were like, like an instrumentalist and like playing the guitar. I was like, nigga knows how to play guitar, <laughs> and then. Like I found out that you had like work with like some Grammy recording artists. There's some people that just learned that just now. Well, that you can play the guitar <laughs> or the Grammys or um, everything you say right now, <laughs> bro. And you were still down in um at Fi- no not Fisk in, yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah Fisk mm-hmm. at the time, and I would just see you on Facebook, and then niggas start calling you Rizzo. Like who the fuck is Rizzo, bro? <laughs> I'm like I'm I did the same thing because I was like who is Keys? Like what? <laughs> But it's dope, man. It's just been really dope, and I'm glad. Like, you know what it kind of feel like um, when you be like uh, seeing and hearing stories from like people in New York that went to the same high schools together. Got like Buster Rhymes and went to right, right. school with I forget who he went, but somebody yeah, Jim Carrey or something like yeah, that. Well, it's so crazy. Jim Carrey I know, but yeah, that you know, would make no fucking there. sense. Yeah. So, but you know, Foxy Brown is what I was gonna say, okay. <laughs> or, or, or the fact that like Joe Budden and Cardi B are from the same neighborhood, like that type of like. What I feel grateful that it's those type of things, and and it really go back to the whole point or whatever that Columbus has everything that we need, bro. We just gotta appreciate it, you know. So yeah, I, I appreciate you one being here and two, um, you know, doing this with me. Like this is kind of a thought exercise. Like this series was called, and I I probably actually record this in the intro, but um, this series was initially called "Naming It Is the Hardest Part" because. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I, I knew I wanted to talk. I knew that there was some things that I had to get off of my chest. I didn't want anybody. I didn't want to have to. Um, oh, and this is not a shot at any of my co-hosts because I love Taria and I love to hear and I love all of my former co-hosts and stuff too. But sometimes it's just something that I need to say or do like for my own like you know creativity and stuff, right? And uh, I didn't know what to call it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I landed. And friends of the keys because I feel like there are certain conversations I can only have with peers of mine. You feel me? And we're all trying to be great and everything. And so if I'm trying to be the greatest nigga from Columbus ever or whatever, and you're trying to be, the, and I'm not saying you are, but if you were trying to be the greatest nigga from Columbus ever, that means you're my foe too. So it's like my only foes are my friends and everything. It just yeah. made all the sense in the world. And so, um, you know, it, it just feels good to be in this like space and this um the rebrand or whatever to be able to have a, a captain's log if you will uh mm. to you know I just know. really talk this shit and and to talk this shit with other people that are 
doing the same caliber of work that are like building intentionally the same way that I'm building intentionally. I'm turning 31 this year. I call it the intentional year of Vicky's um, because we intend to, you know, change everything, honestly. So uh, I appreciate you doing this with me. You feel me? Of course, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Right. You know, I've only done uh, three podcast interviews, and two really? of them have been, have been with you. So. You feel me? Gang, gang type shit. No, wait. Cut that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm autistic. I was just skimming. I'm just, oh, 